Welcome to Bloombox Growing Deeper. I'm Sarah. I'm Hannah. And we're on a mission to help you become the gardener you want to be. Surprise! We're here! We're here! We came to your feeds early to talk about Spring Affair. Oh, we're so excited. So excited because Spring Affair is the biggest event that we put on every year. And it's going to be a great time. And even though we are panicking, not panicking, uh, just like uh, nose to the grindstone this week, we came to give you the inside scoop on Spring Affair. It's so much fun. So much fun for plant people everywhere. But there's a few tips to make it even more fun. That's right. So here's a a few of my very first tips. Wait. We might have new listeners since last year. Yeah. So why don't you first give us your elevator pitch on what Spring Affair is? (laughs) Put me on the spot. (laughs) Spring Affair is one of the biggest gardening events in the Great Plains. We have over, I think we're up to like 9,000 species of plant. 900. I meant 900 species of plants. 9,000 is so many. Event space. 900 species of plants ranging from trees and shrubs, um, some things that are non-hardy, all the way, of course, to our standard native and regionally adaptive plants, sun, full sun, part shade, lots of water, no Wet water. Dry. We have it all. You are definitely going to have something that you can find that you're going to like. And they are in great shape. It's so fun to walk in because, you know, it's end of April. So Spring mm-hmm. Affair is April uh, 27th, 28th, and 29th this year. So things are starting to green up around us, but it's not like summer. And you walk into this room full of just green and sometimes blooming already yes. plants. I love it when like the geraniums come in blooming. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So um, it's just a wonderful way to get your spring gardening kicked Mm -hmm. off. And we put it early enough that you really can plan your garden based on spring affair. So it's a huge event, though. We expect about 4,000 people to come through on the weekend. And if you've never been before, that can feel overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So we're going to give you some tips on how to how best to shop the sale. And also some of our favorite plants, and we're gonna we're just gonna talk about the the whole thing. What the event looks like. This is our annual fundraiser. So, Spring Affair lets us do our jobs. It lets us do this podcast. It lets NSA help communities across the state. It lets us provide education for all the garden clubs that ask us. Um, it lets us keep growing plant native plants for everyone in our greenhouse. So we rely on this event. We also love it because it's like a three-day plant party. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but if and you're going to go to a three-day party, you should be prepared. Absolutely. Even if you don't drink, you'll feel hungover. <laughs> <laughs> so, And the fun part about Spring Affair is that it starts with a plant party. It does, literally. Mm-hmm. Our very first sale that's open to the public is called Preview Party. And that is the best way to get every plant that you want if you are after specific things Mm -hmm. so if you get spring affair news or if you look at it online and you have specific plants that you absolutely want there's tip number one come to preview party yeah this is a pay this is the only part of the event 
where you need a paid ticket. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reason for that is because this is a fundraiser and we need your support. So we're not just trying to, you know, make it an elite event. We are really trying to raise the money we need to operate. And you can help us do that. And we can help you get first choice at the plants where um, we expect, like, what'd you say, like 4,000 people through the next couple days? Yes. 4,000 people over the weekend and preview party is the first spot. Unfortunately, the meal is already sold out, so you can't come and eat with us, but that's okay. You can still come to the sale. Like Sarah said, it is a ticketed event, so you need to buy tickets online, or you can buy them out the door that day. And through there, we expect about 400 people. So it's a lot more manageable. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And And we get to give you a lot more personal attention during that time. We get to walk around and help people shop and... I love mm-hmm. that part. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like a fun party because a lot of um, we get groups that want to come together. People make it date night. Mm-hmm. Um, people make it like the garden clubs come together. Book clubs come together. It's just a fun time and a great way to kick off your weekend because it's Thursday night and it's the night before Arbor Day. And so lots of people get that day off throughout the state. And so you can really get your weekend started. You can wake up on Arbor Day and plant your tree mm-hmm. that you bought at preview party. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you can also come Friday and Saturday are just open to the public. Um, what time are we starting on Friday? On Friday, we start at 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock until 7? 6. Seven. 2 to 6. 2 to 6. 2 to 6 on Friday. And on Saturday, it'll be 9 to noon. And those times, you can just show up. Just show up, walk in the door, and start picking up plants. Yes. But we have some tips. Because one of the most common mistakes we see people make at Spring Affair is they think they're only going to buy one plant. Or one one handful of plants. Or something they can easily carry in one arm and run their credit card with their other arm. And let me tell you, that doesn't happen very often. No, don't come to a mega plant sale. If you're not going to buy mega plants. <laughs> or you have much better self-control than any of us have, and we salute you for that. But we recommend bringing... We we don't... Because this is a one-time event, we don't have shopping carts and nursery yeah. carts for you. We just can't... We, we can't store that kind of thing. So Where will we put it all winter? Yeah, in our offices. <laughs> so we recommend you bring your own vehicle... That has no engine but you. No no, <laughs> no motorized mechanized vehicles unless it's it's a scooter for accessibility. Sure, yeah. That is more than welcome. But So a wagon works uh-huh. if you have one of those laying around. Um, Sarah's partial to the milk crate yes. situation. <laughs> I am just in awe of this milk crate situation that someone created with a dolly and like six milk crates. And she would just fill one, put it on the bottom fill another one, move it to the bottom until all her milk crates were full. Mm-hmm. And it was so tight and like space-wise she fit yeah. anywhere because it was just a dolly. Easy to walk through and the aisles. she fit so many plants in there. Mm-hmm. The other one that never ceases to amaze me is there was a person shopping one time that brought one of those coolers with the handle yep. that you can pull behind you mm-hmm. and they filled their cooler up and then they stacked a milk crate on top mm-hmm. of the cooler yeah it's like people are so creative about yes. how to move their plants around you got a stroller sitting around and you're not planning to put a kid in it put plants or in it put plants on top of your kid <laughs> <laughs> that's what sarah did it worked out <laughs> he was asleep it was fine <laughs> 
There you go. So find something with wheels mm-hmm. that you can stack. Or bring an in. extra person to help sure. carry stuff. That that works too. Uh-huh. This is a great time to call in a favor. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> if you help someone paint their house, they can help you carry plants. And that's right. Mm-hmm. And then plant them. Yes. Because painting a house is a lot of Not work. Not really equal to carrying plants <laughs> no. around a fun event. No, no, no. But you could help plant for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you've got your wagon mm-hmm. and you roll up to the sale and you walk in the door, what do you get? What's like, what's the first thing you're going to see? Okay. Most important thing to do is say hi to the nice people at the door mm-hmm. and ask for a plant list. Yes. So they, that, that way you have something to kind of go off of. Yeah. They are, vol- we have lots of volunteers to help us run this event and they are all excited to help you find the plants you're looking mm-hmm. for or just figure out how to navigate. I mean, we're using a pavilion that they host rodeos in. Yes. This is a big space. It is a very big space. And so the first things you're going to see are those nice people and then plants. Yes. Just smack you in the face. Uh, <laughs> Not literally. They can't move. <laughs> well, I don't know. The very first plants you're going to see are trees. Okay. They do tend to smack you in the face They do. They do. Yeah. Especially not, at that height. <laughs> yeah. If you're not watching where you're going. Mm-hmm. It could happen. Um, and so look for the signs because mm-hmm. we will have signs up. Um, this year, instead of hay, so Sarah mentioned we're in a pavilion where the rodeo is. So some of you might be going, that seemed strange. If you've been there before, you couldn't have a rodeo in that pavilion. You are correct. We are in a different pavilion this year. So also, if you've come every year, make sure you follow the signs to the correct pavilion. It's just next door. It's uh-huh. not like it's very far. Right, right. It is next door. But you'll want to park on uh, the other side of the building because mm-hmm. the entrance and exit will be on a different side than what you're used to. And then um, you're going to walk in, and instead of seeing the signs hanging from the ceiling, they're going to be hanging from pipe and drape Okay. Uh, right by the plants. So then you'll be able to see, here's trees and shrubs, Here's full shade, part shade, here's sun, here's the temperennials, you know, all of those categories of plants. So you can decide how you want to shop it, depending on what you're looking for. Some people are there to purely browse. And in that case, all you need to know is... Start walking. Yeah. Do you have sun (laughs) or shade in your garden? And then you can just shop categories. Mm -hmm. We have temperennials. Also, some people call them annuals. Mm-hmm. We call them temperennials because it's horticulturally correct. But what it means is plants that won't live through the winter here. Um, so these are plants people put in their pots or mm-hmm. um, in their landscaping, but they don't expect them to live. Right. And those are usually the flowery ones. They're already flowering. Yeah. There's usually. some really funky, cool things that we get. Mm-hmm. Succulents. We've got succulents. Yep. Mm-hmm. Grasses. Right, right, right. Yeah. So you're going to want to walk all the way through those, every aisle, just weave your way through, mm-hmm. find cool things. You can touch them. All of them. We <laughs> encourage it. Yes. Please don't call us over to pick it up and put it in your car <laughs> unless you need help. We are happy to help. Yes. We have our staff walks around in blue shirts and our volunteers, the color is not decided yet. No, we're doing think. a poll. Yes. But our volunteers have a different color shirt. They all match. So you can find someone to ask questions. Yep. And we do have volunteers assigned to walk through the plants um, who can help answer questions and can help like kind of move things around if you're having a hard time finding something. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do we Are we doing the plant babysitters this year? We will have plant okay. babysitters on one side of the room. Mm-hmm. Okay. So these are people who, if... You did not bring a wagon, like we've told you, 
to do. You can go to them and say, my arms are full. Can you hold this flat for me? And they've got shelves and they've got Sharpies and they'll write your name on it. And then when you're ready to check out, you just have to go back to them and collect everything that belongs to you. That's correct. Yep. So then one thing you can also, and Toby's going to come talk about this, but we also have a variety of vendors who are going to be there selling all kinds of different things. Oh, there's so So many cool ones this year. It will be vendors on one side and plant babysitters on the other. Okay. So make sure you don't try to drop your plants off with the vendors. They probably won't like it. They will probably tell you <laughs> you, you got to go the other it. way. Yes. Right. Yes. That is good to know, though. So mm-hmm. the majority of the plants, the big bulk is stuff that we are selling. The Nebraska Statewide Arboretum is selling in partnership with Bluebird Nursery. Mm-hmm. The vendors, we kind of separate off and they are all selling their own products. So you pay them. Mm -hmm. For your vendor produced item. Mm -hmm. But if you shop the main sale, then there's there's a process for walking through to check out. And that's pretty well. Yeah, just follow the line. Mm -hmm. It'll work out. And listen to the volunteers because they're there to help you. Yes. Or mm-hmm. ask them if you yeah. don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the next tip I could give you is when you are ready to check out, sort your plants by size. Yeah. Not the size of the plant, the size of the pot. And we're going to have some tables to do that on we while will. you're waiting in line. Mm-hmm. So you can get in line and then as you get to a table, just start sorting your plants by size. We don't care what the type of the plant is at checkout. Nope. We only charge you based on size. Only a couple plants are charged differently. Than, the clematis, the clematis yeah. have a different um, price. But they cost us more, yeah. so they have to cost you a different price. They're hard to grow. Yes. So, um, but otherwise, you can sort by pot size, and that's how we count them up and charge them by the size. And you'll see those signs throughout the sales floor as well with how much each plant costs. And we'll have the pots taped to it. So that way you can even just hold the pot, the plant in the pot up to it and you'll know and which find one is match. which. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you're having trouble with that, I have a three-year-old who's really good at matching <laughs> and will be happy to help you match your pot sizes. <laughs> He'll be there the whole time. Yep. yep. No, maybe a break for snack and nap, right. but oh, yeah. um, what kind of money are we taking? Okay. We take cash, credit cards, and checks. No and debit cards. No what? No doubloons. I don't know what that is. Pirate money. That's a new one for me. No pirate money. No Venmo. <laughs> no. Cash, check, card. Uh-huh. Yeah. No PayPal, no Venmo. No um, Bitcoin. I can't take Bitcoin at this time. <laughs> <laughs> What's the art thing where you sell the oh, art credits? Oh, yeah, yeah, We yeah. don't take that either. An, an NFT. Yeah, we don't take those. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Just the normal things. <laughs> but we do, I mean, all cash check card, we take, I get a lot of questions about that. Can I pay with a check or can I pay yes. cash? You can pay with all those things. Honestly, if you want to get through checkout the fastest, credit card yep. is is going to be the fastest. Credit debit cards are going to be the fastest. So um, we have every lane can take um, credit cards or debit cards and checks we will only have two to four lanes that will be taking cash this year because um if you hadn't heard covid killed cash <laughs> i mean i actually find the cash lines to be pretty fast yeah. because not as many people choose those mm-hmm. but i do know a lot of people for a big purchase like this they go get the cash yeah. to keep themselves on budget and we yep. can do that the only one uh we will definitely take your checks 
but we would ask that maybe you start writing them out because that is yeah. one thing that can really slow a line down is when we have mm-hmm. people stopping at checkout to fully write out their check. Right. We also do take Apple Pay. Oh, that's so nice. you can use okay. your Apple Watch or your phone to pay as well. Oh yeah, our new our new cash register things uh-huh. do that. Yep, they take any contactless payment. Great. Mm-hmm. And then we're just asking once your plants are paid for, you'll well, be directed. Any. Sorry. What? Not any contactless payment. I said oh, that wrong. Just they, Apple. They take Apple contactless payment, and you're you're you can just wave your credit card in front of it. Once again, no PayPal. <laughs> no PayPal. I think. I'm not going to say this because I don't. I think it works on any, like it also takes Google Pay, but. Oh, sure. uh, I don't know. I can't confirm that. Once you pay, we ask that you exit the building with your plants and you'll be directed. You won't be able to go back into the sale until you deposit your plants in your car. Mm -hmm. And then you're welcome to come back in and make another round. Right. Yeah. We can't keep track of which ones you paid for and which ones you haven't. So you do need to go put them in your car. Or wherever, whatever you're driving, and then you're welcome to come back in. Yep. All right. So I am here with Michelle DeRussia, who is our communications and events coordinator at NSA, and she is the queen of Spring Affair news. And amazingly enough, you had it mostly done before Christmas this year. Well, I was very anxious about it. (laughs) (laughs) I had heard stories. There's lore behind Spring Affair News. So I knew it was a huge undertaking. So yeah, I got started early. I I knew my design skills were maybe not quite where they needed to be to put together such a giant publication. It's tabloid form. I'd never worked in tabloid form before. So I knew I had to get started early. So yeah, it we got to work on it early on before Christmas, and it started coming together. Bob had his plant list done super early, so of course that's a key component. So yeah, it went it went really smoothly. Yeah. So what goes into making Spring Affair news? Well, a little bit of everything. Luckily, there is already a design template, so that helps. Um, my predecessor, Karma, who probably many of your listeners know and remember well. Uh, always did a great job putting together this uh, newspaper tabloid form. So there's a template already there. So a lot of it is just fitting. It's like kind of doing a puzzle, fitting articles and pieces, um, photos, headlines, all of the information into a little puzzle and getting all the pieces to work well together. So it's challenging, but I was lucky that there's a good good template to start with. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what are some of the articles in this Spring Affair News? And I've mentioned it before, but I'll mention it again, that this is available at plantnebraska.org if you want to look at a digital version. Yep. So what are some things that you say people should go and check out? Well, first of all, everything you need to know about how to have a successful shopping day are in the front pages of Spring Affair News. So what to wear, how to prepare for the weather. It could be boiling hot. It could be cold. Um, Bring a wagon. Make sure you have something to carry your plants with, especially if you plan to buy buy a lot. Um, So yeah, just lots of logistical details in there. We're in Pavilion 4 this year, so there's a map as to where to go and how to get there and where to park. So that could be useful information. And then the theme of this year's edition is drought-related. Unfortunately, we're anticipating to still be struggling through drought this spring and summer. So there are some great articles in there with resources on what to plant, plants that 
thrive in dry conditions, how to water well, how to take care of your garden, um, you know, during sizzling temperatures and and extreme drought, um, how to plant a xeriscape, which is something that I learned um, coming on board here at NSA um, what a xeriscape is, which is basically just low maintenance, low water plants that thrive um, in a in droughty conditions. So plants that are great for a xeriscape. So yeah, there and even more how to take care of trees in drought. So there's lots of great resources written by our experts here at NSA and lots of good material in there. Yeah. Also, we're trying to do a public service here because every other time we focus a publication around drought, we come out of the drought that year. So well, good. We're, we're trying, people. Yeah. <laughs> this may do the trick then. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, and you could all thank us with a membership to NSA. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's how, we, <laughs> that's how we prefer to be thanked. Yeah. And there's also some plant lists in there. So you've, I think you put together quite a few. I mean, we have the list of plants the available. List, yes. We have the list. And then there are also a few like collections. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, let's be honest. Everybody wants Spring Affair News for the plant list. And that is in there. All of the plants that we will have for sale are listed in there according to sun, shade, part shade, all of the categories. And then, yeah, towards the back, we have some um, plants for specific circumstances. So plants that work well in the back of the border, plants that work well for ground cover. So smaller plants, taller plants. Um, late bloomers. So if you have a garden like mine that tends to fizzle out in about mid-July and then, you know, it's not doing well for the rest of the season, let's put some some late bloomers in there to keep the color going. So Mm -hmm. yeah, some good suggestions. Awesome. Is there a plant or plants that you are most excited to get at Spring Affair? I'm really excited and have my eye on it's dwarf blue indigo Baptisia mm-hmm. minor, I think is the actual scientific name. See, I'm, I'm learning a little Very bit good. as yes. I go along. Uh-huh. So I actually saw that before I started working here last summer at the, um, there's like a bee garden here mm-hmm. on UNL campus and they had some planted there. It was beautiful I indigo think, blue. I think Sarah planted it. Yeah. So there you go. So I saw it there, asked them what it was, then realized that we, once I started working here, that we sell it, Mm -hmm. um, sow the seeds ourselves, um, grow them from seedlings. So I am excited to put that into my garden this year. Yes, it's going to be great. I love it. Well, thank you for talking to us about Supreme Fair News, and thank you for doing the service of putting together that giant publication. Absolutely. It was fun. Should we tell them some of the plants we're looking forward to seeing at Spring Affair? Let's do it. So first of all, we're going to talk about plants. But if you are interested in looking at the plant list or the uh, getting tickets for that preview event, you can do that online, all of that online at plantnebraska.org. It's pretty much the first thing you see yep. when you get there. So then just click on Spring Affair and we have all kinds of things there. And by this point, we don't usually need any volunteers. So that'll be They fill up pretty... People get very excited to volunteer for this event, which we love. Yes. That people are so excited. Okay. So my first plant is a full sun plant. Okay. Okay. And it's one of my favorites. I planted it in my um, hell strip and it blooms constantly. This thing never... (laughs) <laughs> that one too but I had to retire talking about Bethany 
And I don't think it's available at Springer Fair. I don't think so either. But mine is Oenthera Fremontia. Yes. Which is evening primrose. And it's a yellow flower. And normally I don't like yellow flowers, but it has this like dusty white, whitish green foliage. And then the yellow. And it stands out so nicely in my hell strip. And it stays low to the ground. It reminds, the flowers remind me of tissue paper. Yeah. And they close up in the evening, Mm -hmm. which is why it's evening primrose. Mm Mm-hmm. I think they make a great combination with linum or blue flax mm-hmm. yep. because they're both kind of that powdery color, like mm-hmm. powder blue and powder yellow. Right. They're really pretty. Yeah. So that's my first recommendation. I will go the opposite and I'll go big in full sun. And that is Lady in Black Aster, which oh, is a calico Lady aster. Lady in Black Aster. And it's so cool because the foliage is kind of purplish green. And then the flowers are pink and white. Uh And it's just such a unique color in the garden. And it kind of does this like vase shaped Mm -hmm. habit with these long drooping panicles of flowers. Mm -hmm. And it's stunning. Perfect for the fall. Perfect for the fall. Yep. Looks great. I'm cheating and putting it in my white and green garden, even though it has some pink in it. I, I know that's breaking every rule <laughs> that i've made up so i can break them if that's i want right. to when it's your own rules you get to decide yeah but i just love that plant and it blooms so long into the fall so check out lady in black aster mm-hmm. okay my next one is for shade and as we learned in the last one one of my favorite plants is bleeding hearts and i don't have a red bleeding heart yet so i'm gonna go with uh dicentra formosa luxuriant which is a red bleeding heart okay i will take your word for that that's Mm -hmm. quite the name well dicentra is the bleeding heart uh and then there's all different types in there so if you're looking for bleeding hearts dicentra dicentra you want to go to the d section of the shade part shade and usually i know dicentra is one of them when we have like big groups of a genus Mm -hmm. like the echinaceas we mark that with a special sign. And mm-hmm. I think we do that. Bleeding heart is one of those that we, we do. mark out. Here are all the bleeding hearts. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 I will warn you, the bleeding hearts usually come in a larger pot size. So they're a little pricier than like our smallest pots. But you want them that way. You definitely do. Okay. Mm-hmm. My first shade part shade is going to be Toad Lily. Because oh, yeah. it's one, it's fun to say. And two, it's fun to look at. <laughs> they are like a spire of fun-shaped flowers. That's the best mm-hmm. I can explain it. They're like three long stems. And then just these like, just imagine toad lily. And that's, you're probably thinking right. The The one I picked is white, but I think we have like white, pink, yellow, greenish. Yeah, there's a lot of toad lilies. There are. And they're just really fun. They're fun. Yeah. They're fun to like slip in between other plants. Because mm-hmm. they're not really a big presence themselves right and once they're done blooming they kind of fade away mm-hmm. but it's kind of fun to see them coming up through some sedges or some ferns yeah 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 uh-huh. it's kind of just pokes right up yep okay my next one i picked because it's fun and that's hosta striptease <laughs> to go with those naked lady lilies <laughs> right 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 oh that's an unpurposeful garden oh yes <laughs> you it can put naked ladies <laughs> <and hosta laughs> striptease. that makes no sense <laughs> that is one of my favorite hostas though yeah it's just a fun looking hosta it it's about mid height so it's not a small one but it's also not huge it's not gonna like 
fill a big space, but it is going to be a good amount of space. But it's a really nice green. Yeah. Like, hostas kind of range from, like, blue-green to, like, lime Lime green. green, And this is just a really nice... Foliage green. Foliage, yeah. Just filler green. Mm -hmm. I really like it. Yeah, so if you need something on the ground that's just looking good, there you go. I mean, like any hosta... It does bloom, and this one says it's a purple bloom. Okay. So, yeah. if you're looking for that. What's your next one? Okay, my next... I'm going to stay with shade, part shade, and then I think we'll probably yeah. move on to a different category. Yeah. Bowman's root What is, is that? Gelenia <laughs> trifoliata. Okay. Here, I'll show you a picture. Yeah. I love to have a picture. I don't recognize this it at all. It is really... I love it. It's like huh. an airy plant. It's kind yeah. of how to describe it. Like, it's very, um, the flowers have these really small, thin petals. Yeah. And then the leaves are kind of long and mm-hmm. thin. And together, it just makes this woodlandy looking, just very airy and fluffy yeah. white. It looks plant. fun. And mm-hmm. I, it has, um, it has like a medicinal purpose, but <laughs> I just like the look of it, to yeah. be honest. I like it. Yeah. Do you want to more more perennials or do you want to move to shrubs? I'm actually going to move to herbs. Ooh, yes. Herbs I work. love herbs. Okay. Buy them all. That's just. That's my, yeah. I just keep filling. So my herb, uh, we've talked about it many times, but I'm actually going to get one this year, which is bay laurel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We yeah. all have a bay laurel right. shrub. And the best part is you want to put it in a pot. Mm-hmm. That's key. And you can put it outside in the summer. It'll it'll do great. And then bring it in in the winter. It'll keep going. Yep. And it'll just keep growing. They're yep. they're pretty easy. They really are. Mm-hmm. I did leave mine out a little too long one fall, and mm-hmm. the top froze off. So instead of a tree, it's a bush. Sure. But that just showed me that like yeah, it was a little bothered by the cold, but it wasn't something I had to fuss over too much. Right. Right. Um, so there you and go. I kind of like it as a bush. So well, yeah, you didn't want it to get house. too tall, anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I—that's what we use for our soup. We just go pick right. a bay leaf. Mm-hmm. The key is, don't use too much if you're using fresh bay leaf. Yes. If you're used to dried <laughs> and you're used to reading the recipe says one and you put in like three, right? With fresh, let's stick with one. Stick with at one. least until you taste you're it. You're gonna be overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. And the older leaves, yeah. I found. That if I, I, one time I picked the new younger ones, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, they're probably like softer. No, the flavors and the, the older ones. So pick from the back side of the stem. There you go. Okay. Mine is going to be uh, nutmeg thyme, mm-hmm. which is like, yeah, maybe it's a little spicy, but, or like, you know, wintry, but yeah, it doesn't really taste like nutmeg to me, but the leaves are so tiny and perfect. I just think it's really cute. Yeah. I and it, it flowers like kind of a pinkish like all the times mm-hmm. do, but yeah, yeah, I and like and times are on the, our ground cover. Yes, so. and the pollinators mm-hmm. love them. Yeah, they're a perfect thing to plant throughout your herb garden to yes. kind of act as a weed shield. And um, I let mine bloom, uh-huh. and then Me I too. use the flowers for like salads and things. Ooh, I've never really used the flowers. They're so pretty. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much flavor you get from them, but they definitely garnish very well. Yeah. Yeah. It adds visual interest. It does. All right. Ready for shrubs? Trees yeah. and shrubs? Trees and shrubs. So mine that I'm going to go with is a viburnum. And I feel like 
we have always been big proponents of viburnum, but they're growing in popularity yes. now. So good for wildlife. And I'm going to go with a black haw viburnum, which in this variety is summer magic. Mm-hmm. And once again, I don't know a whole lot about it, but summer magic sounds fun. Yes. <laughs> and really viburnums, there is a viburnum for almost every place. Yes. There's big ones, there's little ones, there's ones yep. that, there's like the scented ones, Yep. Uh, which are going to be more on the pollinator mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. And then there's the unscented ones, which interestingly enough, produce more berries yeah i think that's a strange conundrum that i don't understand and there's some that are yellow in the fall Mm -hmm. and red in the fall and so yeah there's a viburnum for everyone understory viburnums and full sun viburnums Mm -hmm. yeah i had a hard time choosing a bush i said i was gonna be easy and then i started looking at this list (laughs) i'm gonna go spice bush okay lindera well those are fun because they're fun and they smell so good. Oh, good. But now I'm going to sneak in another one, and that's a buttonbush, <laughs> which is cephalanthus. And buttonbush is big. Yes. It's um, a, I think it's a tree. <laughs> it's, it is the size of a tree, but it's multi-stemmed. So it's yeah, some like, people st- some people trim them, shrub. though. Yes, you can trim it into to a single m- stem. To more like a tree. Yeah. yeah. But the flowers are a ball. Yeah. Of it's actually a ball of flowers. It's uh-huh. lots and lots of flowers that make up the ball. And they look like little buttons. They do. And then <laughs> their seeds are really fun, too. Yeah. And the pollinators absolutely love them. Oh, yeah. It's always buzzing. Yes. It's like a buzzing button bush. Okay. So those are our picks and our tips. I got to say it was really hard because we are trying to keep this episode to a reasonable length. Yes. Because we're going to have a couple of guests here. So we are going to go get a couple of guests to give you some more inside scoops and we'll talk to you again at the end okay so toby has joined us toby is our member and affiliate coordinator who you've heard from a little bit he has been um you've been recruiting really cool vendors for spring affair so can you tell us some of the people that are going to be there and what they're bringing yeah, I'm really excited about um, the vendors and uh, some of the nonprofits and more of like educational side uh, that we're bringing to Spring Affair this year. Um, some of the vendors, uh, we've got like some Twin Lakes Produce, who's going to bring some uh, veggie starts and some other like hanging baskets and um, that sort of thing. Uh, leaf Filter, which, um, you know, they do uh, gutters and making sure that leaves don't get in your gutters. I which think is... they've been here every year. Yeah, okay. I think I thought... they're really consistent. <clears throat> yeah, well... Um, they were pretty excited to join us again this year. Um, we've got Benson Soap Mill, which they uh, make their own soaps. They're based out of Benson uh, in Omaha. And uh, yeah, we're excited to have them because, you know, obviously when you're out gardening, you're going to get a little dirty. So now you've got some, uh, you know, some soaps to clean up with and they use like natural oils and they smell delicious. <clears throat> um, and then we have uh, um, a couple fellows that are going to bring a bunch of like concrete goods. So like... Um, kind of stepping stones and garden art and that sort of thing. Um, and then the newest addition uh, is Kestrel Ridge Pellet Company, where um, they take kind of uh, some wool that can't be used for other products, and they're creating wool pellets, compressed wool pellets, that uh, you use as kind of an amendment for your soil that helps retain water, and then as it breaks down, also releases, releases nitrogen. Um, so I'm really excited for them and just to kind of see what their product looks like and, um, of course, get some for myself and test it out in my own garden. Last week, we talked about how I'm going to try putting those in my hanging pots to see if I can get them to hold water a little longer. 
and yeah. not dry out. I think that we should all get some and try them in different parts of our lives and see like, you know, oh, this works really great in my veggie garden or this works really great in, you know, like my perennial bed, that sort of thing. Yeah. Are, do we have anyone from Lincoln Biochar coming this year? You know, I reached out to some biochar farms, but I haven't heard back from them okay. yet. Well, so hopefully it, we have them come too. Yeah. If you're listening, feel free to reach out to me because, I mean, the deadline is passed, but we could probably squeeze you all in. Okay. So the vendors make this a much more cohesive event. Like we supply mass numbers of plants and that pretty much takes all of our attention. And so when we have people come with garden decor or, you know, soil amendments or like leaf guards for your gutters or... Um, like crafts made with plant material it's just makes it more of a you know garden party yeah it creates kind of an event and um you know not just showing up to buy your plants but you get a little spend a time spend a little time to uh visit local folks and see kind of the cool crafts they're doing um we do have a new vendor this year called um myths monsters and magic and so she's going to be bringing some um i believe some stepping stones and she does little uh like fairy houses and like little elf houses, I think, and um, also some wind chimes. So I'm excited to see uh, what they bring. And and then this year also we are branching out a little bit and we're uh, kind of creating an educational area for like nonprofits. Um, And so with that, we've got, you know, the Nebraska Forest Service will be there, of course, because we partner with them on everything. Um, and Master Gardeners will be there, not just volunteering for the event, but they'll have a booth there um, to give out information about the Master Gardener program. Um, We've got the Nebraska Mycological Society, so if you're interested in mushrooms, uh, Denise will be there helping to learn about mushrooms. We have a whole episode on mushrooms coming next. Our next episode is going to be all about mushrooms with Denise. Oh, perfect. Well, then yeah. that'll gear you up and get all the, you know, get your questions in your head so you can come to Spring Affair and ask her in person then. Yeah. Um, and then we've got UNLB Lab, which, I mean, obviously we all are big I fans of I love working with them. Yeah, and they're all great to work with. And then um, Spring Creek Prairie Audubon. So if you want some more information about birds and maybe the type of plants that, you know, birds are attracted to, they'll be there to provide some information. So, And you're going to set up a member corner or a member area. Like yeah. this isn't just a booth anymore. You're <clears throat> creating a member lounge from what I can tell. <laughs> well, you know, I'm hoping so. I've got some ideas of what I would like to do. Um, we'll see how much time we have. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to create kind of like a little area that's more interesting than just, you know, here's a table, come up and get some information, like, you know, come and hang out with us, like learn about NFS or NSA um, and, you know, have a seat and and just chill with us for a while. You know, you don't have to be there just gung-ho the whole time, like come and relax with us. So you're hoping that people who are members of the Arboretum come visit you and be appreciated for their support that they give us. And you're hoping people come visit you if they think they might want to be a member. Absolutely. I want to learn about it. Absolutely. I mean, we will have plenty of information there for folks that aren't members um, and, you know, all the great work that we do throughout the year and how your membership helps provide, um, you know, funding and just more opportunities for us to reach folks across the state. Um, So if you're not a member and you are listening to this, feel free to sign up at plantnebraska.org. But also, you know, just show up at the member booth, learn what we do. And of course, you get a discount on your spring affair plants. You'll get 10% off all your plants. Um, So your membership not only covers great work that we're doing, but it also comes back to you. And, um, you know, we have uh, the reciprocal program where you get into over 300 botanical gardens and arboretums across the United States. Um, 
you know, we have to do member only events. We're going to have our first member appreciation week this year um, in, in July. So, you know, becoming a member of the NSA really just, you know, it supports what we do, but it also, you know, gets you a lot of really great information and it's a great educational opportunity as well. I know. I don't know if Hannah knows this yet, but we're going to have a little area near the member booth with some Bloombox related materials. And I'll be hanging out at that booth off and on throughout the whole weekend, hopefully to take some questions and maybe record some questions for our question and answer episode. So look for the NSA booth and check out all, all our wonderful vendors because we love it when they feel supported, they come back. So absolutely, we, we love and, to see those booths. Busy and the vendors that we're working with are all you know local vendors. So you're you're also supporting the local economy, and you're helping you know some of these smaller businesses get off the ground. And so it's a good way to support local and get some cute things for your your house and your garden. And we're really excited, you know, to have this many vendors, and then the educational aspects of it as well. Okay, so is there? I know there's probably many plants you want at Spring Affair, but tell us one thing you're after. Well, yeah, I did start putting together my plant list a few months ago and I've been slowly adding to it. So it's becoming a bit of a bear. But um, one thing that I need um, are some snow flurry asters. Um, I need some more kind of late blooming flowers and something a little bit lower to the ground. So um, they're just they're so pretty in the fall. I love them. That's one of my favorite plants. So yeah. yeah, I'm definitely excited to get some of those in my yard. Okay. Well, thank you for talking to us about Spring Affair, and we're looking forward to seeing everyone there. Yeah, thanks so much. All right. I'm here with Michelle, because Michelle, it's your first Spring Affair. It is my first official Spring Affair. So I will say, many years ago, I worked for NET Public Media, and I was a backyard farmer PR person. And I remember staffing a table at Spring Affair for Backyard Farmer, but that was over when it was on the fairgrounds. Uh-huh. So it's a totally different experience. I've never been to Spring Affair in the Lancaster Event Center, and I have certainly never worked there as an NSA staff member. So this will be totally new. So it's all new. So what are you most excited about? I'm excited about the whole thing. Honestly, personally, I'm excited about getting plants for my yeah. garden because now, even after just working here for seven months, I know so much more about plants and I know what I want to buy and what I want to put in my garden this year. So I'm really excited to see all the plants together. And I'm just excited to see all the people who love plants and love gardening and love to be outdoors coming together in one space. I've seen pictures. It's it's truly an event. And I think there's going to be a lot of energy there and, and excitement and anticipation for spring and summer. Yeah, one of the benefits of being a staff member, one of the only benefits we can offer special is that you get to shop early. So, um, you know, staff get really first pick, which is exciting. That is, hey, I'll take it. That's a good benefit. If you can find the time to do it. Yeah, true. (laughs) Which is another challenge. (laughs) I think last year, Toby and I didn't buy any plants because by the time we got around to it. Do not tell me that. I know. That is a sadness. I'm going to plan ahead this year and actually carve out some time to shop for myself. Yeah, we should do that. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the things that you're most... I don't want to say nervous about, but but things that you have heard from others to just keep in mind while at Spring Affair. 
Well, there are a lot of plants. I guess that goes without saying, but there are literally thousands and thousands of plants, and we are we are responsible for keeping them in order and well labeled and organized, unloading them from the trucks, getting them in the right places. That will be something that I'm co-responsible for mm-hmm. with Toby. So I'm a little nervous about that because I know it's a huge undertaking. And yeah, I don't want people to be confused. I want them to know exactly where things are and that things are supposed to are in the place that they're supposed to be. So just a little nervous about the whole logistics of it because it is a massive undertaking. Yeah, we I mean, you know, we start meeting in like December, sometimes November to get everything planned out logistically. Yeah, because yeah, it's you just you got to have a plan. You can't just have them pull up with a truckload of plants and go put them anywhere. Yeah, it's not a wing it kind of operation. No, no. Which is why we're glad we have Michelle, because she's not a wing it kind of person. (laughs) (laughs) I am not a wing it kind of person. That is true. That's an understatement. Yeah, I do. I like I like a good checklist. I like to be organized. But this is even taxing my my organizational skills. It is it's a huge endeavor. But I think it's we're gonna pull it off without a hitch and it is gonna be great and everybody's gonna be happy. Is there a plant or plants that you are most excited to get at Spring Affair? I'm really excited and have my eye on its dwarf blue indigo, Baptisia mm-hmm. minor, I think is the actual scientific name. See, I'm, I'm learning a Very little bit good. as yes. I go along. Uh-huh. So I actually saw that before I started working here last summer at the, um, there's like a bee garden here mm-hmm. on UNL campus and they had some planted there. It was beautiful I indigo think, blue. I think Sarah planted it. Yeah, so there you go. So I saw it there, asked them what it was, then realized that we, once I started working here, that we sell it, Mm -hmm. um, sow the seeds ourselves, um, grow them from seedlings. So I am excited to put that into my garden this year. Yes, it's going to be great. I love it. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That helps us uh, get out to more people. And definitely be sure to stop by our booths and say hi at Spring Affair if you're coming. As a reminder, we're going to do a question and answer episode in mid-May, and you can record your question at Spring Affair with us, and we'll answer it right there, and we will also answer it on the podcast. And then you'll be podcast famous like us, and it'll be fun. Sarah's laughing because we're not famous and that's fine um so send you can also send those in if you're not coming to spring affair and of course check out our website plantnebraska.org because spring affair kicks off sale season so if you're not coming to spring affair and you want to buy plants other places you can do that and as a reminder all the spring affair information is also at plantnebraska.org so thank you for listening bloombox and bloombox growing deeper are both programs of the nebraska statewide arboretum